0: and welcome to Love Letters, a podcast about the games, shows, and movies most important to us. Although in this episode, I'm breaking rules. This is New Ground. I'm your host, Jesse Munro, and to join me in this new expedition of ours, I'm joined by a duo, the original Disgusting Brothers. You may know them from the brilliant video game podcast, Dialog Options, part of the Story Mode Podcasting Network, and they're about to hit their 250th episode, so give them some love as well. They're the Lenny and Carl of Australian podcasting, but they're both Lenny, I guess. The dynamic duo, it's Joe McDonald and Karen Morrison. How are we doing, fellas? Jesse, please don't tell anyone how I live. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I, I, so good. I was writing that up today, and I'm like, yeah, they're, like they're like Lenny and Carl. They're not Carl. <laughs> 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 they're not Carl. It was, it was a great. Cool. Like, slight I, difference.
1: <laughs> like, I've I've had the absolute pleasure of being on this show before. And like I, I know that you do the you've hit me up for research for other <laughs> guests before, like for, like dirty goss. Um so I but I completely forgot like going and then you started and I was like, oh
0: that's right, this thing. The
1: disgusting brother The
0: intro it. is is something that I've I've had a few people saying, you know, they quite like these intro, so I'm gonna keep them going. But I realized I have painted myself into quite the corner, because Joel, like you said, this is your second episode um i've had keelan on for two i think i'm gonna have cassie on for another one soon i'm gonna have lauren on for another one soon um karen i'm gonna get you back onto a solo episode so i'm doubling up and i'll be tripling up and quadrupling up and just gonna have return guests and i do you feel gonna get more and more deranged or just lame i, I don't know when that venn diagram gonna fall there
1: no they're gonna be awesome like I, I i legitimately love them they're so good. Thanks, man. They were, like I, I, I like legitimately. Like every time I've listened to like quite a few episodes now, I've been like catching up on some older ones. So, um, yeah, and they're always there was a good time, good part of the
0: show. Speaking off, good. You two are both good, and you do a very good show. Can you tell if if some, if people haven't listened to Dialog Options, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm going to assume that you probably like video games. If you listen to this podcast, go give them a like. Go. Give them some love, Spotify, iTunes, all good podcasting platforms. But guys, tell me a bit about dog options. Hey, can you also just tell me how the fuck did you get to 250 episodes? That's quite the achievement.
2: Well, the real secret is really just showing up each week and being yeah, like, that's basically it. This is what we got, and we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent Like that's that's what
1: we're just like, well, we're we kind of committed to this. We've had like scheduling conflicts and different changes, and like we have one. When we hit 100 episodes, we changed up the format of the show and we're like, oh, maybe we'll, like, muck around with it. But ever since episode 100, it's been the
2: same.
1: <laughs> it's been the same show, basically. Um, yeah.
2: But it's modular, Joel. We can flip it, it if we need to.
1: Yeah, it is. That's the good part about it. Yeah, we can, we can like, chop and change segments of the show and stuff like that. But um, we even had, like, one episode that was, like, was going to be a spin-off series that we never did again. Joel, don't talk. Well, don't wait. bring it up. You can't anymore. Yeah. So we did, you can listen to it. We did, um, it was called Playing With Power and it was when the Super Super Nintendo Mini came out and we were going to go, we were going to do episodes on, uh, we were going to play every game on it basically and each episode was going to be like our review on that game. And we started, we did it with Yoshi's Island and then the whole idea we were going to do it by random and the second game it picked for us was Super Ghouls and Goblins and we're like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. (laughs)
2: But <laughs> it's like, yeah, nah, no nah, thank you. Watch like immediately. That? <laughs> oh, that was a while ago now. Yeah. This is before I went to Japan, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So whenever, yeah. whenever you did that, like Which is 2017.
0: There you go. Because so, I mean, yeah. those ideas, yeah, they stick with you, they will fuck you. Love Letters was the first idea I had back when I wrote my own um, like video game blog on Medium. And I'm like, oh, I'll do I yeah. think called Love Letters because I wanted to write about Jack 2. I just, like, I need an excuse to write about it. Jack and Daxter. Jack 2 in particular. An excuse. I know I'll do, like, Love Letters, the games I've played. And then I was going to do another um, series called The Shame Pile. Where I was going to play a game that I should have played. Hadn't. Anyway. Was going to do that on that website. Then started doing the Story Mode podcast. I'm like, oh, I'll make it a segment. Never quite happened. Then we did the Story Mode website. It was going to be my big thing never happened i just kept chipping away in the back of my head so that's gonna happen with you two one day and three years from now you're just like let's play with power let's do it it's gonna happen i'm I'm calling (laughs) you now it's every every now and then we like
1: i'll I'll turn the car and i was like we haven't got anything for this week it's like should we just dust off the sns mini he's like no we're
0: not (laughs) doing it i was like "Ah, okay episode 250 the (laughs) saint
2: super cools (laughs) and goblins super (laughs) look (laughs) forward to it uh shit well,
1: yeah on the pulse it was yeah we cuz Yoshi's Island we were like yeah this is great we're having a great time like played through pretty much all of Yoshi's Island in a week and i had a great time with it um and then it was like what's next for us super ghouls and goblins oh okay cool there's <laughs> not all bangers on this thing
0: well now that listeners kind of know who you are um like well what you do i guess tell me how you've been what's new what's been happening in your world not a whole lot uh Work, yeah, like as as boring
2: and dull as that sounds. That's literally I'm working for my holidays, which are creeping up, much like the the relevant topic of this yeah. of this episode, just creeping up. So yeah. I'm hanging in there, like like that uh that that kitty hanging off for what I'm just hanging in there. I hanging was, in there,
1: kitty. I was reminded that I am actually an old man now when I went to a like a punk rock show on the weekend, and like it took me literally two days to recover. So. <laughs> And I wasn't even at the
0: front. I was at the very back of the bedroom. <laughs> I'm, but yeah. it was a good show. I looked at my calendar. I saw how many shows I've got coming up and there's a few more I want to go to. I'm realising that this year I'm going to see every one of my favourite bands, which is insane. Um, it's nuts. But I'm also just like, I can't do this much much longer. Because, like, Joel, we've been to shows together. We've spoken about these before on other shows. Yeah. Um, but we go there with a the whole plan of like, ah, uh, we're getting old, say it's a back, and then 20 seconds later, we're both in the pit. Being like, what are we? Yeah. What is happening? And then you feel it for yeah. weeks. You feel it for weeks. So, yep. Yep. I know, post good things, maybe I'll take some annual leave. Or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> from, shows. <laughs> um, from shows. But, like I said in the, in the intro, we're doing something a little bit different. Not just... Because normally I have one person on. We're having this dynamic duo, as I said. Normally we speak about a video game, movie, TV show, but Karen alluded to there is a bit of an event happening next week. Of course, depending on when you listen to this, PAX Australia 2023—the celebration of all things gaming happening in the heart of Melbourne, celebrating its tenth anniversary. I thought fuck it. It's my show. I'll do what I want. I want to talk about PAX. Because PAX is, to me, a physical representation of what I want this show to be. A celebration of everything we, we, we love. And while it's easy to go, easy to, go to a uh, convention and see the negatives, because there, there are some, I think for the most part, PAX time of year is my favourite of year so it's almost like imagine if, if christmas had an anniversary like oh this is the 100th christmas we're doing the 10th pax okay <laughs> and i think we should celebrate it but let's just i'm going to assume that most people who listen to this know kind of what pax is big gaming convention it's a bunch of people who like games in one room cool there's the explanation but joel karen i want to know what is pax to you
1: i remember when it got announced like or many many years ago, um, that it was coming to Australia because like it was something that we, like, I, that was in the the thick of like actually reading Penny Arcade pretty frequently and um being a fan of Mike and Jerry and uh, and stuff like that. So, um, I was sort of into the weeds with a little bit with that sort of stuff. So hearing that this convention that happened in America that always looked so tantalizing and amazing was coming to Australia, and not only to Australia, it was coming to Melbourne. So like that was Awesome.
2: It was also um I think a combination of that and the fact that we had sampled uh at the risk of I don't want to be too negative about them, but we had been to a couple of EB expos. Yeah. And we're like, these are good, but you know, when you hear you know packs like Penny Arcade Expo, it's like, well, I wouldn't mind going to one of those. Yeah. And then they bestowed one upon us in Melbourne. Yeah. It's and like, we
1: thought, oh, oh it'd be a one-off, we'll never see it again. Yeah, and pretty then, much. Yeah, 10 years later. And like we've been to every
0: one so it's funny you brought up yeah because you've yeah we've been to everyone haven't we yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Funny they bring up Expo because that was my i i didn't really know about penny Arcade. i knew that there were gaming conventions but i was more into the games back then than like the culture around it um i think it's long story short like when i grew up i wasn't much of like an internet person we just didn't have internet in our house for a long time so i didn't I don't know. It, the, the weird sort of upbringing when it comes to how I connected with the medium a little bit. So I didn't get into the social part and therefore like the culture around it. I just got into playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid. Uh, so yeah. I had an opportunity to go to an EB Expo in Sydney. Don't ask me years. Time is a flat circle. I don't know when it was. Was that
2: 2012, the Sydney one? There was two in Four? Sydney. Oh, okay.
0: Say 2012.
2: I think they did two in Sydney,
1: because we went to one and we didn't go to the other. We went
2: to a Gold Coast one, one and a Sydney
0: one. I, yeah. I went to the Sydney yeah. one, and my favourite moment, this is when the Xbox, um, uh, it was when Rise Son of Rome was about to come out, and I remember walking past yeah. a booth, or like a tent actually, where they were doing previews for the media, and for, I didn't know this is for the media, and I just walked in, and I sat down, I'm like, why is there, there's only like 20 people here, and I'm looking around, and there's like faces that in hindsight, kind of seemed familiar. So it was probably the, like some of the guys who were writing the uh, magazines that I used to read all the time. And just sitting down there, and then like this Microsoft person comes out and said, you know, sure you are not know, taking any photos there. And I'm looking at like everyone like taking notes in a notebook. I'm like, I'm not meant to be here, but I'm not moving. went <laughs> <laughs> on to talk about how Rise, Son of Rome, was going to have like 80 different like quick time event executions in the game. And because it's such a small room, when everyone groaned, it echoed. <laughs> You're just like, oh, well, this should not be a launch game. Fuck, we fucked up bad here. Um, but like that, then I played God of War, or I want to say Ascension, maybe. Or maybe even Tomb Raider, something like that. You know, you play a few games, and that's when I got this sort of itch for the the, the culture um, behind it. Like, you know, met some really cool people, went out for drinks with a bunch of people afterwards. So when PAX got announced and it's like, oh, this is this is in a good place, part of the country, not Sydney. I was keen to go. And like you guys, I've gone every year. It's been me, my partner Sophie, and our friend Rachel. We've gone gone as a group every single year. And I, I can't imagine my gaming side without PAX anymore. It's such an important thing. We'll get into it. We'll get into it a little bit more, but it's not even for the the games are cool. The games are great. But I get to see like my favorite people all in one spot surrounded by things we love right next to a really good bar and this is perfect amalgamation <laughs> of what I like and it makes it really special. Bodies, oh, Bodies. we'll get into Bodies in a moment because Bodies. Bodies. Shout Shout up Bodies. Out. Yeah. Friend of a show. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh let's go around the room. Oh tell me just tell me some of your favorite packs memories.
2: Oh geez, um, I remember to to go back in time, and, and I'm least, like I say favorite memories. But they're not always going to be good ones. Yeah, this is a funny favorite memory. It's Thank from it. the very first packs back, uh, yep. back when it was you know, it was in winter. It was in June at the at Flemington Racecourse. i think. no, it was it. a showground. It was a showground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, wet, miserable. Melbourne. Um, I remember that. Ex- yeah, well, yeah, in win- winter, Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft had brought across the Xbox One. And it had like a little, dis- a little cabinet set up so that you could go past and look at it yes. if you wanted to. You go, There's yep. an Xbox? That is an Xbox One. It's like really like oh, velvet man. ropes. and yeah,
1: shit. I like it was remember, so funny. The reason
2: I remember is because the one time I was like, maybe I'll go past and I'll look at it, <laughs> and the Xbox One was gone because they were doing a showcase with it in like one of the theaters. I was like, oh well. of- <laughs> no Xbox
0: One Have for Guy <laughs> IT crowd you know the, yes. internet, yeah. was the internet box <laughs> internet, that's how they treated it yeah. it was internet the most important broke. thing like yeah. Like, hey <laughs> no flash photography like it was yeah. the level of security that box had it's... and then everyone just looked at it like so yeah funny, cool it, yeah, it's a it, box. it looks like the pictures <laughs> <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> uh, I, I
1: don't know I have, there's a couple of moments like just to get to me for better or worse like at the time they were pretty cool I remember going to, like, the main theatre that was packed out. We lined up for ages for it to go to the Cyberpunk 2077 demo before it came out. Um got and, shirts. And man. we all got shirts, that, which was fucking awesome. Um, and then speaking of, on that same sort of topic, when we went to um, Gearbox had a panel here, yeah. um and I was like, I'm going to the Gearbox panel. It was, like, a Sunday morning. It was, like, the first thing. I was like, yeah, I'll go to the Gearbox panel. And, like, fucking old mate Randy Pitchford was there. Um, but yeah, like, and he did do magic tricks. Um, he did. He can't stop himself.
2: <clears throat> um,
1: but, but the cool thing was it got to the end and it was like, uh, like they just, I think they only just announced tales from the borderlands was coming out. And that was when I was in the, the, the height of my like love for borderlands, borderlands two, I think it just wrapped up its DLC with, um, assault, a tiny teen assault and dragon keep, which I still adore to this day. And I was like, yeah, cool. Tales from the borderlands, but it's the,
2: Fucking Telltale game, that's Borderlands. And yeah, it was also back when Telltale was still kind of like exactly. Like, a oh, a Telltale game, all
1: right. Yeah, and I was like, this looks awesome. And then they like showed a trailer for it, and at the end they're like, oh, by the way, everyone in this theater is getting a PC code for it,
2: and for the full season.
1: Yeah, for the full season. So like, as we left, we got like a code that we were able to redeem on Steam, and it was like, yeah, cool. Here you go. When the game comes out, you can download it and play the whole thing. So, and that's what I did, which was awesome. Um just like little fun instances like that, like some of the, the
2: I was going like to say the scavenger other, hunts
1: and stuff you have yep,
2: The other, the other thing are actually very just A lot of mine, I guess, going to come from the first year. Um, again, regardless of what happened with said company in the time since. At the time, we went to the um Teeth after party on uh, yeah. to the first packs, and that was great just because we got to rob shows of a lot of really cool folk. Obviously, people we some we met at the show. And then also just some, I guess, I guess you would call them internet celebrities, I suppose. Yeah. Which always feels weird to say but it's like people who were popular on internet, but you know, it was great. Got to like, you know, get a photo of Hex, talk with Gus and Bernie from Rooster who are, I still think they're two of the good ones. I can't keep track of the <laughs> other ones, but it's Bernie and Gus are okay. <laughs> it's hard to say these days. <laughs> it really is. It's hard um, to say. And just like lots of little things. Like we, um, some people who were working the booths were there as well. I can remember one of the guys, who was working, the Nintendo Australia booth was there and we had a chat with him for a while. Um, yeah, just like meeting lots of really cool people and having drinks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, like, uh, just so many fun little like instances
0: like that uh, that make it so memorable. I think for me, one of the things I really like about in, in high school, like I said, it's not much of an internet person. I used to read a lot. I used to read a lot of OPSM, not the sunglasses place, the official PlayStation magazine. I have... I've refused to throw out any of them. I have boxes of these fucking magazines. They came out every month. They cost me $15 and they came with a demo disc. Okay. And that was where my love of games really took off and my want to actually make something within games. And I realized I couldn't do programming. I thought I'd do podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to like in, in high school, I was a person that people would come up to and I would asked me about like gaming stuff like hey what's coming out what should I play I used to really like that sort of role whenever I go to packs, because you get to play things a little bit early you have people asking like the weeks after like hey what was that packs? like what did you play and you get to tell them I'm gonna play this you know coming this is coming out in a month it looks really, really good I could do this hey I've got some free I've got some free codes I'm not using them have them I love that aspect of it as well like you feel like you're in the know a little bit. And look, it, as it's become bigger and bigger, obviously that affects has less, and obviously there's some websites and, and outlets that do the really, really good coverage of what's there. But I still like that personal part. Like I remember playing um, the Oculus Rift there and I have played, I, I started playing um, or testing out the VR. Actually, with well, that EB Expo, there was like a two-hour long line to play that infamous roller coaster VR thing. And like people were putting it uh, on yes. and then throwing up instantly. <laughs> and I put it on. And <laughs> luckily, because I don't know, either because my brain doesn't work or my eyes don't work or both, a mixture of both, I was fine with it. But I was enamored with VR. So VR was, was amazing. And then a few years later, I got to try the Oculus and played Robot Recall. I waited for two hours to play it. And by the time I'd watched everyone else doing it, I was like fucking Neo in the Matrix. I knew when enemies were gonna come out, <laughs> 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 I got my shotgun, and stuff. it felt badass. And I remember, like, you know, after afterward, like, telling everyone about it. I'm like, guys, VR is going to be the best. It's the way that future. All of our games are going to be VR. So, look, I wasn't always right about things, but it was it was exciting to tell people about those experiences because I think one of the cool things, and we'll get to the exhibits in a moment. One of the cool things about PAX is. I think the best exhibits of games there aren't playing the game as you normally would. There's one that sticks out to me and it was such a lame idea, but became really competitive. Did you guys play the Far Cry 5 fishing demo? I didn't actually, but I did I walked past it a lot. (laughs) I can't remember what year it was, but they had a fishing chair set up with like a little like, you know, those chairs, like little beer holders and stuff in them. And you would sit there, and the whole point was your character can't really move, but you fish. In the fishing hole, you fish. And it was who could have the biggest catch by the end of the day. And look, er- everyone just like stopped the there, program. had a bit of fun. It wasn't the longest line, but towards the end of the day, people were walking past and just eyeing off the leaderboard. For some reason, every time I walked past, I thought, oh, I'll be better next time, despite it just being chance. I just thought the more I do this, the better I'll become. <laughs> Somehow... God will give me this. I'm not a religious person, but surely <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this. <laughs> I'm due, um, right? Man, it's become so but, but, competitive oh, yes. at the end, of, like it's about to close down. Everyone's like huddled around. There's like little shitty screen ad set up, and it was so fun. Obviously, you're not going to play Far Cry Five like that. You may not play Far Cry Five at all, but it was a really intriguing way to make a mundane thing to really competitive sort of vibe. I, that, that's that's one of my favorite should have um it, To a similar degree, like I, I remember
1: when it used to be on the main show floor. It's since been moved out into like the hallway, basically. But like, it wasn't so much competitive. But there might have been a little bit of competitiveness to it. But like, the justice yes. oh, is so always fun. an absolute winner. Like, and I remember having my fair share of getting up on that stage and having <laughs> a crack because like, it was just, it was so much fun. And then you would stand there. If you're like waiting for someone, like if they go to the bathroom, you would just stand there and watch them for yeah. five minutes and be like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, I really enjoy it. And there's this. always really
0: good images um, of people yeah. in like, um, because we haven't even touched on the cosplay, the cosplay stuff. I mean, you two don't really get into cosplay, Oh my you? God. Like you haven't done it no. I would yourself. love
1: to, but I am so. No. I, I, like I said, I would love to, but I'm nowhere near like crafty enough to be able oh, to do that. Weird. Like I would love we are to teaming
0: do it. up but. next year, buddy. Oh, you were you were going to make the sexiest mercy. All right. Um, <laughs> but I Done. love seeing like somebody who as like a xenomorph and look ridiculously real. Like I'm like, where are their where is their body in this? Like how are they formed in that way? But they're doing just dance, and it was just they, it's like xenomorph. Master Chief, and, you know, I'm just going to go back to Mercy. All playing Just Dance together. <laughs> there are so many video What's game characters. Running <laughs> I'm running on fumes at the moment. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Also, just a shout out to, to the, the kind of cosplayers there. I think last year was a bit of a weird pack because it was the first one properly back in person post-COVID, and we'll get to the COVID years. But it was really, really good. Like, I think Lati was good to catch up with people. The story mode group came together for the first time fully. Uh, but I also uh, met somebody dressed as Jack from Jack 2 and fucking squealed when I saw them. And since then, like, we've become mates. I'm, I'm I'm mate with them now. And I made her the gun, the blaster from Jack 2. And, like, they're the connections you can sort of form at PAX. With. To be honest, the reason... Yeah we're mates, would come down to PAX a fair bit. I I sort of met you guys mainly through Lorne yeah. Gibbs, who's been on previous of of Love Letters. Um, and I met her at PAX. Um, I mean, we went to a pub. I didn't know that she was a very uh, weak drinker. And <laughs> I didn't realize, I, I kind of forget that. Um, my body's built with tolerance a little bit, so... Nor like <laughs> yeah. normal people. And I mean that in a in a respectful way, but normal people don't cope with alcohol as much as my damaged fucking shell of a body. And where does hammering <laughs> drinks sound? And then she kind of gets up. She's like, "Oh, I'm going to be on stage soon. <laughs> she was part of a A panel. So good with yes. me. Yeah. It it was was me. With John.
1: Yeah, with me. Yeah, that was the one time I was a part of a panel at PAX, which is another like really cool memory that. When we
0: were doing yeah. some of the AGPN, but yeah,
1: it was yeah. You, it was a fun time. <laughs> yeah.
0: I very distinctly remember took that took that box off one day. I'll just one climb. Day. I'll just climb onto the stage. I
2: distinctly just, just yeah, crash the stage. You'll okay. be fine. That's the worst. Can yeah, do it. So. I remember a GPM panel because I remember they were like meant to rotate podcast logos throughout the some of the, the parts of it <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I just remember dialogue options one being up there for like 20 minutes I'm like yep. this isn't our panel like we're we're both in the this was a different one it was a different one that was That's the, right, right. One the first they did, one and then the second one we your, got your asked yeah yeah, we, yeah, we were we just in the audience I'm like Please change off of that podcast logo. <laughs> we are literally just sitting here. None of those people are dialogue up. One of my <laughs> friends went over and I was like, how much did you pay right. for this promo? Not it nothing. <laughs> nothing.
1: It's great. But um, yeah, that was a fun panel getting to be on stage and play video games and embarrass myself in front of like a multitude of people, which was really cool. Uh, and again, like you said, I met a whole bunch of really cool people. That year specifically, I think, was when we met a lot more That was yeah, from, like the podcasting community, especially like the like grassrootsy kind of area and that was a lot of fun we had a lot of good times with that went to like a, a meetup where we had like a tournament of games yeah, sort like of situation arcade? at the yeah. arcade um that was really fun too
0: but yeah uh, so good the social so aspect, aspect something real special you know i mean look if i'm going to boil down my favorite packs memory, it was uh last year when like i said the three of us and then we also had simon and we had felix as well We all got to catch up properly and record a podcast in person at Rex Studios. Go check out Rex Studios. Mm -hmm. We record that all together. Yes. And then we got to record a podcast in Audio Technica's glass case of emotion in the middle of the floor. You know, shout out to Brendan White, 8-bit. Love you, buddy. Um, Got us into the booth and we got to record a show. And it was so much fun because... For years, I would walked past people doing this. And always kind of looked at them like, that's cool. That's cool. That, that's something to like aspire to. Mm-hmm. And then you get to do it. And it's such a, like, a surreal feeling. And then, you know, I mean, we wrapped up the sound guy and there's like, that was good. And I'll admit, that was a pretty yeah. good episode. Go check out the Story Mode podcast. And I guess type in the word PAX. We're <laughs> uh- finding it. It's somewhere. <laughs> My No
2: Joel can tell you what Joel can tell you its name.
1: Yeah, I can tell you the name. You could just look at my Twitter handle and that's what it is. It's Carl Kyle
0: Urban Chaos. If you're wondering what was in the episode <laughs> My Twitter name is, has not changed. We, we <laughs> Decide to make our own game from scratch. It's a battle Royale game. And it ended end up being called Carl Urban Chaos. And it was annoyingly good. And I think like the idea was solid. I think live I think live on the
1: episode, I changed my Twitter handle. It's a fucking good name to Carlib and Chaos. And it
0: sucked. I haven't changed it. It's a bit of a cock. Um, Look, (laughs) we mentioned the games. Can you think of Are there any games that you've played at PAX that just, like, that was a selling point (sighs) for you? I I
2: mean, yeah. Some of them not necessarily selling points, but, like, you know, locking it in. I mean, some of my favorites. Number one, I think we talked about this on a podcast with you, Jesse, not long ago. Playing Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition and getting that really license. weird driver's license. Oh, weird. <laughs> Just like, what the, what's the crossover here, yep. guys? Like, where do we go from, yeah, playing a fantasy RPG and being like, oh, cool, driver's license to show that you played it. You spelled my name wrong. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, so God. Um, but, you know, obviously, like, It was really cool. The year was before Smash Brothers Ultimate came out. Got to beeline straight to that, queue up so I could play as Ridley. Because, like, ever since it was revealed, I'm like, Ridley's in this. I need to play as Ridley. And when they had the demo there, I'm like, he's in the demo. Maybe I can play as him. Bam, done. Uh, Booking a session for, like, the FF7 remake demo in 2019. Playing Avengers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. yeah. And then being like, ooh, Oh <laughs> I, I was Homer
1: after that, just being like,
2: oh, it's just yeah, a little buggy. It's
1: still <laughs> so good. Like that's I was trying so hard.
0: Oh, like some of it was some of it was um, Iron Man was in it. He's he that was the worst part of it. And four, I mean, I guess I've tried to make him Kratos, but I'm sure they'll fix it. I, sure. Again, like I said before, I'm not always right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, RIP that games have to I, shut down. Shutting
2: down this week. So yeah. it's yeah, you can b- get it for like four yeah. bucks right
0: now, um, and then it's don't, going wait. offline. I think you a still better play. I say but... that because I remember buying <laughs> I a copy of Anthem JB Hi-Fi for like three dollars, um, thinking we've, we've all, all done that, it. But hey, you know, they'll fix this a little bit. And I still say it, Anthem had something. There was something in Anthem that I didn't hate. I think it was, <laughs> it was the movie. Do you the movie so was really good. I was gonna say since we're talking about Avengers,
2: you know what it did have? The best Iron Man, honestly. Uh, it's, yeah. It was a, it was the closest to feeling like you were Iron Man, like flying around in that like, I suit. I don't know. Have you played Iron Man VR? Felt
0: sick. Iron <laughs> Man no, VR. I, I played that at PAX. I played, at PAX. I played that Actually, sorry, before we go to go through the games, and it, look, I mentioned VR before, the PAX is what sold me on the PSVR. I lined <laughs> up to play it for ages, and I went in there, uh, and it's just a quick demo where you... Get lowered in a shark tank. And it's cool. Like the the first part's kind of gimmicky because the shark rattles the cage. But your brains—it was just of like the clearest image VR I'd played at that time, which says a lot about a lot of things. But like, it's when there's when the cage rattles, you know it's fake. But you're like, oh, okay. Like your brains a bit confused, and then when you're trying to like move out of the box and the cage that you're in, you're trying to like fit between the gaps in the cage because. You, again, you know it's not there, but you think it is. But you go past a certain, certain level, and you see all these glowing jellyfish. And it is genuinely one of the most beautiful things I've seen. It was stunning. It looked amazing. And it's like, it was jaw-dropping. And the moment I took my headset off, I, um, I bought one. I make a lot of mistakes in yep.
1: packs, <laughs> if you will. Yep. Yep. I remember last year we were trying to get you a
0: desk, weren't we? Oh my god. You and Simon like, a yeah. desk. That could happen this year. This old girl, there's nothing wrong Ooh. with it, but you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I if last year they had the um ROG Republic of Gamers had like all their Evangelion themed stuff and it was like <laughs> it was Unit One stuff, and I was like, Look, that looks cool, but it's fine. But this year they've been promoting Unit Two stuff. So if they've got Unit Two Evangelion like keyboards and computer mice. Like, I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm in, I'm in a lot of danger. And like, I'm the biggest enabler there is. I'm just like, kind of do, uh, do it. Yeah, like I bought- my webcam? Do it. Last year? Yeah, yeah my webcam. That's yeah, that, this one yeah. I'm using right now. It's the a great guy, little
0: webcam. Last year, I did. we all just walked around with each other saying, buy it. Hey, waste of your money. Buy it. You want to do it? Buy <laughs> yeah. it. And then, at the end of it all, there was a mad scramble to buy shit. And like, oh my God, wait, wait <laughs> you were joking, but now it's going to go. So we all came out with like new microphones. <laughs> I remember <laughs>
1: Yeah. I remember the yeah, the, the webcam. I happened to walk past a booth that was selling it for like ninety dollars. I'm like, yes. yeah. I just bought one of these secondhand. This is brand new for less than what I paid. You should fucking get one and he's like, Oh all right. <laughs> <you're> convinced me <laughs> I'll go over there then. Um I bought a mystery box of board games last year and I haven't played any of them. <laughs> so
0: look for for people who haven't been to PAX, a large section of packs is games. You can, you can demo, like, from the major publishers. Last year, there weren't as many major publishers, but then they've also got Pax Rising, which I want to discuss in a moment. And then you've also got your board game section. Hell yeah. Your, mm-hmm. your sort of playtesting section. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you play, like, old consoles and stuff like that. Your, <laughs> let's talk about the food. <laughs> I can't afford to. Yeah, it's very expensive. It is so <laughs> strange, because inside, you can spend $15 on a can of Red Bull if you want, Mhm. Like don't get if you want some ch- chicken tenders, I hope you didn't buy a 3-day pass, okay? You're going to have to sell one of those days. Yep. But outside, I always love when publishers will have their own weird game-related food truck thing. There was a year they had Spira. You had to walk right down the promenade and they had a massive Spiro statue that breathed real fire onto these like burgers yep. and they were the best and they were cheap, okay? So if you're going to PAX, yeah, not yeah. eat weird shit. Yeah. yeah, two, two, two
2: on that same page. There was the 2019 year we had awesome Doom Eternal oh, themed they, like burgers and stuff. They were that good, was yeah. great. That was and good. there was one year when there was like a Destiny like the, spicy ramen, the spicy ramen booth. That was that was awesome. great. And they had
1: the sign and everything. Yeah, it was all so awesome. fucking it was so good. good. Um, yeah.
0: that was. Really I good. mentioned PAX Rising. That is the the indie developer section. You guys know your indie games very well. Beating hard. Uh, I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the best things that PAX has done, because it has evolved every year, they've really changed focus to the Indies. Like when you walk in to the main hall, I mean, last year, and I think, yeah, last year, when you walk to the main hall, it in was this straight well. into mm-hmm. the Indies. Oh, yeah, it would be this year as well. Uh, by the map? Yeah. I yeah. love that because as soon as I walked in and I'm like, oh, I've heard about Dredge. Uh, waddled over to dredge and now dredge is mm. possibly my game of the year via kyron such a good game have you how, have you played the updated version yet no i'm kind of i'm, I'm waiting until it's all out yeah. to go back
2: because i i want to go back and knock the platinum over so um, mm. when it's all done i'm going to come back and finish it off
0: i think even for me and i, I want to go it's through good. like your favorite really indie really games good. you played there uh last year i played Ooh. um spiritfarer <laughs> and spoke to the guy who made Spirit spiritfarer and just like standing next to the people who have made these games and hearing how, like, nervous they are, but how proud they are, and being able to give them that, like, feedback instantly, because Spiritfarer is brilliant, it is a, not many games are actually funny, Spiritfarer made me laugh, it's very, the writing's very, very sharp, and I got to talk to the guy about that, and just, like, I don't know, it humanises games very, very easy, and we we'll discuss this ad nauseum on other shows, it's very easy to dehumanize developers and publishers and people behind the scenes of games. At the end of the day, they're just people who, who, who like what they do. And I, I think putting the indies front and center can really help kind of realign your view of what, what's behind the game. Are there any um, indies that yeah. really stuck out to you over the last 10 years? I mean, there's one. Uh,
1: so, like, there was a few years there when we were doing the show that um I took my little H1 Zoom and, and, like, recorded interviews with developers on the floor, just, like, walked up to them and asked some questions. And I, I am not good at interviewing people whatsoever. I'm fucking garbage. And I'm just like, hi, can I ask you some questions about your game? Um, but from that, we've sort of not become friends, but, like, we have we are sort of in the know it with, with some people about, about certain things. Um, most importantly, uh, Mike Blackney from... Dead Static Drive, um, which Dead is a Static game Drive. that uh, fr- you know, good friend of ours, uh, Josh and all, uh, like put us on to. He's like, you need to go play this game. They're like, he's describing it as Grand Theft Cthulhu, and I was like, that sounds fucking sick. So um, we we trundled over and had a play, and then I think the, the next year, like, I loved it. Um, and then the next year, I was like, I'm gonna interview him and see how because like we were just talking to him about stuff, and he's just a a really nice guy and. It's been awesome because that game's been there most years and it's been awesome to see it progress to the point where it's, like, getting pretty close to...
2: I think next year? Yeah. Right, yeah, it's coming coming oh, to
1: Xbox. And that was the thing. Like, I remember the year that it showed up in the Xbox's E3 Indies, like, showcase. Like, on the main stage, it had a trailer play. And we were like, ah, it's Mike's game! Like, that's so cool! And then so when good. we saw him at PAX, we were like, dude... <laughs> How cool is that? Like you got, and he's like, that was like the hardest secret to keep. <laughs> he's like, I had to keep it a secret. He's like, I knew last year at PAX that that was happening. And he's like, I had to fucking sit on that for so long. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's been awesome
2: to see that game sort of go from strength to strength. And, and, and it, it, I cannot wait to play that game. Um, similar, similar story, games that we tried multiple years and sort of watched it up until it came out. Um, barista yes like every yeah. year like necro by route, route 59 59? yeah which is a great little visual novel set in like a melbourne cafe uh absolutely give it a look but yeah that we basically went back for that like i think two years in a row it was like when mm-hmm. oh. the game came out it's, it's, it's weird what because obviously you didn't i think we didn't make the game but when you play it early multiple years and when it comes out it's like so proud of us guys <laughs> did yeah it. absolutely like the other one I
1: like that I played, I think at PAX, and ended up winning a free code for and loving was Hacknet as well. Oh yeah, which Hacknet, fucking sick game. Like if you want to feel like a hacker in a nineties, like a nineties like computer hacker movie, Hacknet is the best thing. Like if you, want be, if
2: you want to be Hacker Man,
1: yeah, if you want to be, <laughs> be Hacker Man, hundred percent. Like because you're actually like writing it, but it's not super complex. Like it, it, it's simple enough that you can get your head around like writing in different hacks and things like that and like trying to break in the systems and it, it was really cool and it had like this complete ASCII like
2: look yeah so playing that there and then like being like i can go home and play this now it's fucking cool like there's there's two more i've got as well but aren't out yet but playing them or like playing them or watching them you know demos of and talking to people making it um obviously i want to bring it up purely because that way i can remind myself it's a real video game and i played it in 2019 that is hollow knight silk song mm-hmm desperate for that game it's but it is real, real. I played like, it I got a pin not happening. no it's real I played it no I definitely I, I played it I'm mm. not crazy I watched Skyrim play it see Joel but watched I'm still not like convinced that it. it's real it. <laughs> um, and the other one yeah, coming up in November is uh, yes. Broken <laughs> Roads which is a uh, yes. post-apocalyptic That's Fallout-esque yeah per simulator <laughs> 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 coming to PC um, yeah, just it's games like that where you see, like you see even like Dredge was another one where I we saw Dredge and we're like, well, I, you this and is I, my personality. I remember you know?
0: it yeah. was like <laughs> the end of like Saturday, and you and I just like, kind of like walked over to Dredge. We'd both seen it in isolation, and we both just <laughs> walked over to and we just looked and we just stood there for like twenty minutes. just like, like I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like that scene in um <laughs> I think, I felt like that scene in um uh, American Psycho when they're swapping those like cards like, look at the tasteful thickness of them yep that's how I felt but you bring an interesting yeah. part because yep. it's all these like local developers and the Australian scene is so fucking good right now especially the Melbourne scene being able mm-hmm. to see how the games evolve year after year and then suddenly they're at you know the show floor at like an Xbox event or a Sony event or a Nintendo event it's so, so cool. Cool being a minuscule part of that journey, but getting a whole new appreci- appreciation of it. Yeah. And there is that whole hipster thing of being like, yeah, played that four years ago, whatever. I played hey, that. Hey, yeah, whatever. I played you know, it when whatever. it barely worked. <laughs> There's <yeah, laughs> one game, that's- and I'm gutted that I can't remember the name of it, but it was one of the first um, indie games I played at PAX years and years and years ago. And you play as like a little. Spaceship on your screen. You had to avoid asteroids. It was like a very, very watered down Starfield, like how you traverse the universe. Um, you had to avoid like asteroids, you had to avoid other ships, and it was very. If you go to a battle, it was very slow, methodical. And what they made were these different boxes of toggles and switches, and it became very, very tactile how you could like interact with it. And the whole plan was. you could make these boxes and switches and there was like one of those like red submarine lights you could make all this yourself to however you want to be laid out you could and every year these kind of sets became bigger and more elaborate and just deeper and it was i don't know there's something about that layout there's something about again i've spoken about this a lot of time that i can't quite nail it there is something about Feeling a very tactile connection to a, to a spaceship, and being the only person on it—that is one of the reasons I've just crossed fifty hours in Starfield. They, I, I don't know what it—I it, it, don't, don't know what it do not know what its but this game got it so well. And just seeing it progress every single year and getting better and better was very, very cool. I can tell you the of that game please. if you want. <laughs> That's the <laughs> one. Objects, objects in space. space. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So objects in space. Good.
2: Yeah. Every. Every year, walking past that set up in PAX, it'd be like, it that's such sick. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, look, games aren't the only... Games and food aren't the only things at packs. There's also <laughs> exhibits and panels and shows and little, you know, events that happen. Are there any, any of those that really stood out for you? Especially the panels, because I think the panels are something really special.
1: There was a couple of years in a row where they had this wild... Wild show that was like on like five o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. It was the cooking one.
2: Yes. Oh, the cooking show. Oh my god. And that there was, was so like good. Mark
1: serrell's and Alana Pierce and like yeah. people, all these like awesome Australian like game like media people like cooking live on stage, and it was so, so fucking it was funny. It was great. Um, some of the best ones there, and any of the Jackbox ones as
2: well. Like the actual Jackbox when, when they panels. when they work. <laughs> Even when they don't, it's still fun because <laughs> it's just like, "Ah, fuck, sorry." <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, it feels it feels like the easy answer, but obviously the story times are almost always a highlight. Yeah. Like I can't think of many of those who have been like, "Huh, wish I had skipped this." Like the um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. The, the Bethesda guy, Pete Hines. Pete Hines yeah. one was really good. Pete was awesome. Shuhei
0: last year was, was incredible. That- the very first one, the Shuhei one last year was something was special. That. Like I didn't know they had the connection to Australia <laughs> and everything like that. That that one felt really good. Me neither. Um, mm. And just a very good story. Still,
2: talent. he uh, he did he does drink four X gold. So yeah, not good to know. Not a perfect human. Yeah, you know we're all flawed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there you go. That shoes He <laughs> Drinks four X gold. Uh, but yeah, story times are always great. They used to back when they used to actually do the show. There was a great one I always used to go to with um Chris Straub and Paul Verhoeven. Called yep. The twenty eight plays later which was a podcast that those two people did. And then every year for Paxos, I do a live one. It was almost always chaotic. But um, yeah, Mm -hmm. like it is is one of the fun things about Paxos is sitting down when you know you're going and just flicking through the panels and be like, all right, what am I doing? Like this year, we're definitely going to go to that. um, What's that Devolver game that's getting a a Plucky Squire Squire presentation? Yes. Go on to that, not skipping it, not missing it. (laughs)
1: I'll tell you, I, like, in, on the, the theme of, it's not a panel, but other events that I'm excited for this year, I actually booked myself a ticket. Yes. Uh, Bethesda are doing a really fun thing uh, where they're doing like a um, what they call Brushes and Brews. Okay. So it's like a paint and sip class. And they're doing it for like a whole bunch of different games. Um, obviously, like the Starfield one, the Fallout 76 one, the ESO, Elder Scrolls Online one, all like sold out. They're free tickets. Um, but the one that still had consistently a whole bunch of tickets left was Hi-Fi Rush, one of my favourite games of this year. And on top of that, um, the director of the
0: game is going to be there as well. Why did and I I'm miss like, out on that? John Johannes is going to be there. I'm like, dude, is there still oh, tickets? Okay, Get okay, okay. Have a look. There might still have be some available. Look. Like, I a yeah. look at that. Have you guys done a paint and sip before? I have. not I'm Very excited. For fun. Like legit. Yeah. Let's. Let's plan one one day. Go do it. It's genuinely fun. Like, I'm down <laughs> for you that. You shot me that text message saying you got a ticket. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll go check it out. And then I saw Starfield it was all booked out and then I got distracted. But then now that I'm thinking about it, what <laughs> game would you rather paint? High Fire Rush is one of the most like visually striking exactly. games of the last few years. i course, I want to paint that while drunk. Exactly. I'm going to come out with a fucking at uh, 10.30 on a Sunday morning. I'm going to fucking just roll out of there. <laughs> Half cut. Okay, a sick let's get to um, Bodies in a, in a second. I don't want to mention... <laughs> that's where Joel <laughs> will be panels. going after that. <laughs> it's Every... Always on a Friday. The Friday night panels are the best. Because Friday's a little bit quieter. Saturday is when everyone comes. Friday's when the people who are willing to take a day off work go. And there's also no, like... Nobody's too young there, okay? There's no, like, kids. So I always found that Fridays get a little bit looser with the shows, and then where the comedy ones start up. The ones that stood out for me it was, I think it was like the first two three years. There was one that Yug posted where they were just like throwing out ideas for games, and they were making them on the spot. And it became like um, a game about like the finances in an ant colony. And it was that it was so fun. Just people just yelling shit out, and they were making up on the spot. But my favorite one was hosted by Lucy O'Brien, one of my absolute favourite people in the gaming industry. I absolutely love Lucy. Uh, she... Good name for a the show. Um, there was a the show <laughs> where uh, her and a bunch of other reviewers and things like that reviewed games from The Simpsons. Not Simpsons games, but the games within the world of The Simpsons. And they did them very, very seriously. Um, there was one guy uh, like an, a name at the moment he wrote like three four pages of a very very in depth like a better review than you read for most games nowadays it was incredible oh and they're trying to work out like how this compares to the other games in the universe and things like that I think like have a look if you're going to PAX this year or in the future go to this list of, of panels and look for some weird ones on a Friday night you will not regret it especially anyone's about dating simulators because <laughs> yeah <laughs> again every little bit. or like hor-
1: like horny uh like tabletop rpg stuff like yeah i think
2: absolutely i think there's a dragon age like sh- bo- ship one this year i, I think
1: there is yeah
2: I mean, i'm not sure if it's like a debate one where you got to debate like they're debating like dragon age was it dragon
0: age series like ships or characters like but yeah all that sort of stuff is usually can great. you mm-hmm. can you go there and be like yeah. hey are they are Dragon Age card-carrying member. And just wave your license in the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a license. That's yeah, this Now, this is for anyone who's going to practice here. There is they pub across the way. Oh, wait, sorry. Before, wait, I'm burying the lead here. I want to go back to another favorite memory. I just clicked because it's right next to it. Playing Sea of Thieves on the an actual ship. Yeah. yeah. yes. There they ship. Yep. That, yeah, that was pretty fucking cool awesome. on the river don't know why don't know what it does but it's there good the old Polywood Pollywood side, side. you could get to the bow <laughs> of the ship and you, I played Sea of Thieves it was very cool but next to the Pollywood side it was there is a pub called Boat Builder's Yard I guess that's why the ship's there you know lovingly called Bodies and it is you just see people just kind of walk they'll walk through the panel you know the, the, sorry the main hall Play a few things and then you loop back through to Bodies. You get a drink and you loop back through, go through the hall and you loop back to Bodies <laughs> and you're just meeting up with people. It's like the social hub, the, the absolute battle yeah. cry of PAX 2022 was just yelling out Bodies and everyone would appear there. <laughs> I played so um, much <laughs> Jenga. They have giant Jenga blocks there. My <laughs> most played game of PAX 2022 was Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I, I
2: remember the credit, like, everyone at, every, at is getting really into, like, the kids who
0: were playing Mario Kart yeah. on the, on oh, the yes. and, like, nobody, nobody was, was... That was awesome nobody, as well. <laughs> nobody would move. Because I remember we were about to get up, and we were watching them play. We were just like, no, no, yeah. sit down, sit down. And then everyone turned around, and, like, the people standing One up, they che- cheering. <laughs> that is, like... <laughs> All the goodwill and just good vibes of Pax in a real world setting is Bodies because everyone's just chill. They're having the, just a good time. Pax gives the good vibes, but that's where the good vibes get go to congregate. So take out Bodies. We deserve some drinks. It's also like, it becomes like the who's who. <laughs> yeah, Bodies Oh, yeah. yeah. You just like, walk <laughs> people like past, like quote unquote, influencers and you know, people who do like video content and yeah. podcasts and. Publishers and blah, blah, blah. Um, It's kind of cool. I'm a big, big fan of that. Yeah. Now, we've had some other expos. We mentioned EB Expo before. Had the Game Expo, was it this year? Yeah, it was this year. Like March,
2: I think? Yeah. March or May. There's been a
0: few other gaming expos that have tried. They've tried their hardest. Nothing's quite clicking. Do, Do Give you have any thoughts? Like, have you been to any of the, I know you've been to EB Expo, but have you tried with any of the others? Not particularly. I it's,
2: was I was going to go to the game expo, but it ended up being at a time where I couldn't get the time off, so I had to skip it. So no, I, I don't think... Apart from the, the two EB Expos, I haven't really... Apart from, like, outside of, like, going to, like, you know, Oz Comic Cons and Supernovas and stuff. Yeah. Like, strictly game-related expos, not really besides those two EB Expos.
1: It was... Uh, yeah, I think the thing with PAX is it's it's got such a... It's got such a formula now, and I mean that in the best possible way because it means it is something you can pick up and put it somewhere yeah. else. You know what I mean? Please don't do that in Melbourne, like out of Melbourne. Keep it in Melbourne. And keep it at MSEC. It's perfect there. <clears throat> yeah, it's exactly. It's really good. Um, because is there. Like, but it is, it is that sort of like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It is that thing where it's like it is like a formula show. Like, you know, there's going to be an Omega thon, you know, there's going to be a keynote speaker, you know, there's going to be like an indie section, you know, there's going to be a huge tabletop section, you, you know, know, you know, that the stuff is going to be, there. you know, I'm going
2: to walk in and feel like a little bit emotional when I see like the welcome home. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like,
0: yeah. Across, and the Q hall. Oh my across God. the I'm uh, sorry. Across the river. I used to, I used to work in like the seventh story of a building there. So I would, and I was right on the window where I used to sit. So I remember multiple years in a row, I would see them putting those signs up and I wanted to cry. There there is something about seeing that welcome home sign that is, you just exhale. The stresses of life just, it's like, I'm going to be having a good good time with good people, seeing my friends, playing some games. The next three days are something else. And there is just that. Yeah, you feel yeah. the way the world comes from your shoulder. And look, for people who don't get into games, don't go to PAX, you're just like, Jesse, you're being a bit more of a wanker than usual, which is fair enough. But I think for most people I know, there is an actual genuine, like, physical feeling you get when you walk up the steps, you go through that hole. And especially, like, I don't go super early on a Friday anymore because I'm getting old. But when you see the videos of everyone in that hole their bouncer and they're bouncing the ball, and they're singing, the you know, Hall. "Take Me Home, Country Road," and it's just good That's energy. One of my favorite moments as well was the
1: year 2019, yeah, 2019, where Doom Eternal was coming out, and it was the Q Hall was themed to yes. Doom Eternal, and they had fucking yeah. fire cannons, and they were Pirate playing the tactics. Doom, they were playing Rip and Tear and BFG Division on repeat, and it and, was the fucking and, best. Like
2: that was like. The countdown to the show opening was like yeah. the 10, nine, oh, and then so it would good. go into rip and tear and the pyrotechnics would go. Up. I was like, just like, I'm
1: ready to packs, Let's go. I was ready to fucking throw elbows. <laughs> like I was just like, open this shit up. Let's
0: go. Like so good. Oh, mm. love that. Um, Let's actually touch upon. So we talked about all the things about hacks in person, but there was a, a fair chunk of time when it was remote and, full credit to everyone involved they kept it going was it the same of course yeah, it wasn't yeah. it was all run through sort of like discord but you could still go to quote unquote panels you, we were part of pax radio so we were just a like kind of playing they were playing podcasts and mm-hmm. it on loop really like again for a very small podcast huge opportunity and got us a, a bunch of traction it was, it was such a cool cool chance just like talking, people. Look, I'm not getting into Discord. Discord failed me one too many times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, So button. COVID two electric boogaloo comes around. Okay, let's not do Discord. Let's do something else. Let's do something. Else. I'll help you make a website. I'll, I'll help you make. Okay, we'll run it through. Hey, I've got Riverside now. You can use my account. Okay, we'll all jump on. <laughs> just just, just log in. in. We can record Everyone's it. J- There'll be a transcription account. and everything. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, what did you guys, did you guys get involved with in that, <laughs> those virtual packs as much?
2: Uh, I think there was a couple of the panels I checked out maybe on Twitch, mm. but, um, not really, unfortunately, because again, like the brutal reality is if I'm not taking time off the packs, I probably didn't really have time. Um, and I remember, but both those years or like, I'm not sure if they did it in 2020, but I think in 2021, they did sell badges. And I was like, yeah. I'm buying one just in case. Buy one just in case, and I had to cancel. I was like fair. I don't blame you. It's probably not a good time for it anyway. But um, it was very cool to be involved in Pax Radio. Just being like, I get like, just knowing our show was being played at a certain time I was like that's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: that was that a lot of fun. First show back, it felt so awkward at first because <sighs> it just like you have to get used to it. Sort of, it's like riding a bike, but if you don't ride a bike for a while, it does take take a moment. And just been like, is this? Yeah, is this real? Like, is this? That was sort of the moment I realized, like, hey, maybe we're past the worst of this, maybe. And again, just that absolute relief. No, but I mean, look, (laughs) there was still that box still, but it wasn't COVID. It was something else, (laughs) of course. But it was, uh, yeah,
1: it was that. It was that sense of like. For the first like day, at least, whereas like it still felt like the plug could be pulled at any moment. Well, it didn't
2: help. but It was like also like pissing rain to give us through yeah. like PAX twenty twenty yep. thirteen 14. flashbacks.
0: Yeah, I remember wearing my little my little yeah, poncho, God. walking through and ripping it off, and it like just <laughs> like unbridled energy when I got to that hole. Future of PAX. Yeah, what do we want to see? aimed with PAX? Introduce? Stick around? What do What do you want from PAX?
2: Oh man, like that's that's such a loaded question because honestly, I I can't really think of much more I would ask for from it. Like the, I guess a few years back I would have asked for a bigger focus on the Indies, but they've done that. So yeah. like, yeah, um, there's a couple of things in like I know in
1: the like the PAXs in the states that they do. There's this, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like a live action like it's like a larping kind of like escape room mm. experience that you can do. Yeah. And if you go through rooms as a party and you have to solve puzzles and do combat, and then at the end, you can get like medals and stuff that you you win from it as well. Um, I've all every time I see that at like PAX Prime and stuff like that, I'm always like, fuck, I would love, 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 love to do that. That would be so much fun. Um, so yeah, something like that, like a big, like, activity, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, something like that.
2: I guess the main thing I would always want is just more concerts. I just want more yeah, concerts too.
1: Yeah, there's so many concerts that could be like represented there, yeah. and they they're getting there. Like they're getting yeah. there. This year we've got the consoles, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, and in previous years we've had like like mini indie symphonies. Yeah, twenty well,
2: twenty nineteen, I think it was had the indie symphony, which uh, having having gone to what I would consider a graduated version of
0: it just a few weeks back. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah, brilliant. More of that stuff, please. I'm yeah. really enjoying Absolutely. how it's becoming sort of a gaming week in Melbourne because there's a bunch of like smaller little events popping up I think next Thursday night. There's going to be a Cult of the Lamb showcase happening at Fed Square, which is such a strange thing to say. And I'm very excited to see what people, I'm excited to see what some of the cookers say when they see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they're,
1: they're, um, they're gonna but that's have the cool thing about, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's the cool thing about, this though, is because you were saying that like it's about the, the the gaming industry, especially Melbourne's sort of like scene is like like thriving right now um for a whole multitude of reasons. But um, Melbourne also does have Melbourne International Games Week, which is oh, we, what the lead up yeah, to packs is, and that's where all these little events are happening. And it's so cool. Like I always said, I'd try to get along to some of these events, I never do, and. So maybe this year we're gonna try and get
2: like, that Cold of the land thing. I think. But tripod's we'll playing, Montaigne's playing. Yeah. I was a little bit jealous that I saw that South by Southwest Sydney has like Troy Baker and Montaigne and um, so, from like a bunch of stray gods people coming across. I was like,
0: I'm jealous. I'm very nervous know. about the Troy Baker thing because if the voice actors go on strike, which may happen, I don't think I don't think you better it. So I think that's something to be cautious about true Intr- that's but, a really good point uh, actually yeah. mm-hmm. tricky to promote yeah, with that as well because it sort of happened the same day uh but yeah i mean i have met yeah as cool Troy's as it, the best love
2: Troy. as yeah, NF- nft uh, as cool as it would be to see yeah he saw he saw so, the light he saw yeah. the sense he, i think he realized like oh yeah that would put me yeah. out short. Sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um the
1: <laughs> C. Montaigne would be awesome, but all I'd want is for them to play the Mabim Bam theme song. That's,
0: yeah, that's all I want. I'd just be like, do Mabim Bam. Do that song. I really when they like do it, it. I will intro as Justin McElroy.
1: <laughs> I'll jump on stage and grab a microphone. Oh my God. And that's what, like going back to what you were saying about like future things I'd love to see, I would love to have the McElroy's come over because they could work it in because they are tabletop RPG players and they have made most of their. Like infamy of, of uh, the event zone. So that would be, I would lose
0: my goddamn fucking mind if the McElroy's game Oh, that would be, that'd be like, that that'd would be, I would explode. Really, really cool. I, I would like some like gaming yeah. podcasts, like international ones coming down. I don't know how they work all that logistically. I know there's yeah. a lot of stuff that I have to go into that, but that would be, be really, really cool. I think for me, it's not so much about the future packs. I just need packs to remain familiar. So here are the things that packs and not lose. The candy shop that sells those long ropes of licorice. No one buys them, <laughs> but it needs to remain there. Yep. <laughs> I need to see a mystery boxes, whether they are the question mark boxes for Mario or the portal cubes. I need to see empty cardboard boxes laying around. I need a very energetic, maybe <laughs> cocaine up, DJ sitting at the back of some sort of army vehicle, handing out Red Bull. There needs to be at least one car, one vehicle. I'll take a car, I'll take a tank, one year the TIE fighter. I was you about that. It seems a bit too cool for me, okay? <laughs> 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 Actually, this is something I need changed. Look, PC fans, if you've ever listened to Story Mode Podcast, you will know that I have thoughts on PC gaming. I... I have played games on PC. I've played Age of Empires on the computer, okay? I am one of you. I am your brother. But let me tell you, kind sirs and lady folk, that when one of the, the big PC companies holds up, uh, like, oh, look, we have a pair of, pair of socks. For... Give, me a computer, give me a computer brand. Just pick one. Give me one. Scorptek. Uh, Scorptek. Oh, sure. <laughs> Scorptek brand of socks. And they're waving about the, wavy above their I'm heads. Sure. They congregate on masse. yeah, and they produce some of the loudest, people sounds I've ever heard. Calm yourself. Have some decorum, okay. the 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 worst part of that, so that is on the bad.
1: Sunday, I, like oh just God. before the show <laughs> closes. So March. It's like. It's like the show floor turns into like a fucking post-apocalyptic wasteland <laughs> and it's just like people shouting and screaming and you fear for half, your life. Okay, it's so Sunday,
0: great. Sunday evening, it's half the last day of high school. It's a bunch of memories. Bunch of memories just like sitting down like, oh, what a time we had. You know, you can hear Good Riddance by Green Day playing in the background. Okay. People are like walking out. They're doing like, like, jumping in the film. But then you have people acting like it's fucking Lord of the Flies, okay? And they are clawing each other like there are body parts on the floor. People are being ripped to shreds. It looks like World War Z. They're climbing (laughs) over each other for the aforementioned Skorpitek socks, okay? Everyone calm down or put (laughs) that in a different room. I don't need to see it. I don't want to fucking hear it anymore, okay? Make a specific room just for that. Yeah, you know, like really wholesome and like cute indie games and you're trying to play them and then you hear they're blasting some Tiesto and they're throwing out fucking keyboards at motherfuckers. (laughs) Calm (laughs) down. Everyone lower it down a moment.
1: Jesse, Jesse, what if I told you I have actually played in the back of one of those? I have DJed in the back of one of those cars before. Not at PAX, but I have done done that before. Okay, but (laughs) were you throwing out Red Bull to people? I wasn't throwing out Red Bull to people, but it was a Red Bull branded... Volkswagen Beetle
0: See, listeners, that I was in the back of, DJ. I have maybe directly insulted you in the last few minutes, but look at Joel. You can be fixed. <laughs> 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 Tom, oh, hang on a second. Let's <laughs> not go too far. Away. But in this particular one that I have an issue with here. No, I've, there's so been many times ways. where it's just like, it's the end of the weekend and I have, let's face it, a hangover. And this music is just pounding, and these people are just steaming. Please, um, so look, do something about that. Keep the drinks flowing at Bodie's; that's always good. The tabletop area scares me, intimidates me, but people really like it, and I think that's good stuff. That's
1: I, I didn't even get to touch on that. That's one of my favorite things. Like Pax is the reason I got into like board games again. Like it was, I I started playing and like seeing all these cool board games and watching the. YouTube series Tabletop with Bill Wheaton, and then that just ever since I like always end up picking up a couple of like little sometimes indie board games, sometimes you know big box games and stuff like that. At, uh, we always buy a, a set of dice from the the, the lucky dip, the roll, it the the D twenty, and depending on what you roll, you get a certain like
0: yeah, love that stuff. I always look at. Can you guide me through that area this year? Absolutely. There's. So I don't know what we'll be gonna, I don't know what I want, but I I, I I've always. Board games are something that I've always wanted to get into. I have not played a board game beyond... I will change part. that for you. Like, I, I, I don't go any further Jesse, than that. I just never had, I
2: go... You'll know you're a true board game fan yeah. when you buy your first board game and then you, know, you never play it. Because that's what I do. I have board games. I bought them. Never, yeah. never play them. They so just many. live on my shelf. <laughs> I
0: have so many that I play. Uh, no, I'll change that for Actually, you. Sorry, I don't want to brag. I do have a copy of Pokemon Master. Card, like a dog. I don't want to brag, but... I can retire whenever (laughs) I want Okay. I think it's worth... And like looking at the... the, the, Um,
1: Also, there is looking at the level up dice, which are like the the ludicrously expensive dice that I will never ever be able to afford, but they look really nice. They're so nice.
0: There's always a... There's also a a bring your own computer Mm. section, which I see advertised, and I see people walking with some gear. I've never seen it. So I think that there may be a mysterious door that I've never gone through at PAX, to see all these computers, but hey, oh, you yeah, know what? Actually, speaking down. of to, to backtrack slightly, the things we want
2: more of, and they are getting the the past two years, the speed running stage, yes, sick, sick, sick. I love it. Mm. It's back. It's uh, back again this year outside the main theater area and all that. I love going past that stage, and also I love it. They also try stream it on Twitch as well, so I can yeah. if there's ones I can't be there for, I can try to catch it on Twitch as well. Yeah, speed
0: running stage is great. I love it. That's the worst part of it being a, uh, a speed run there ever since. <laughs> we get, to, we get to see, uh, uh I'm glad I can. <laughs> no, leave it, you
2: coward. No, I'm leaving it. In, I don't give a fuck. You get to watch I'm our friend sure. this year at speed, do, do a cheeky do. little control speed run. Josh Second Enor. Shout out. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Make sure you go check out Enor doing the, uh, the control run. Uh, we will all be there and Hey, maybe we'll discuss control with him on a future episode. Maybe, maybe even next week. <laughs> um, I should probably I should really reach out to him because i found that before. That you might need to edit out. Whatever. Before we... <laughs> nah. Forget. Before we start wrapping up, newbies. They're going to PAX for the first time. I know a few people are going to PAX for the first time this year. One, in one, one bit of advice for them. Oh, I
2: mean, just take it easy. Just like, just walk the show floor. Like, mm-hmm. Just walk in. go for, Do a couple laps through the indie section. Just wander around and see. It, depending on how it's tough, right? If you're only doing the one day, I wouldn't even really worry about playing anything, try to get in some indies, but just wander around and soak it all in. And yeah, for if it's three days, first day is like scoping stuff out and yeah. seeing what it's like, trying to get something in because like Saturday is the insane day. That's like the, the busy day where it's like Saturday. I'm probably not playing a game today because there's too many people here. So yeah, yeah i would just say, take it easy and just wander.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's similar for me. It's like, like I, I think, very similar to what you are saying, Karen. like just take it easy, but also what you were saying, Jesse, about like find something weird, like whether it be a panel or a game that you're like, that kind of interests me and just go check it out because it could be your new favorite thing. Like it's, you never know. Like it's, there's so much wild shit. I played a tabletop RPG one year that, was called Tiny Teddies Go to War, and it used actual tiny teddies oh God, and snakes right. that you would use, so like good. lolly snakes, to measure out distances for like battles. And then when they died, you got to eat them, and like, it was awesome. Wow. So beautiful.
2: probably wouldn't exist in a post-COVID that world. Thick. No, I think it's still there. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> we lost
0: so much. It took too much from us. <laughs> we lost so much. Think of a tiny teddies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, I think my advice is like, obviously respect everyone who's there. Don't be, don't be a dick. And look, for the most part, I've never run into too many people causing too much of a ruckus, except for those goddamn <laughs> people. Shout out to the enforcers. Um, yes, causing too much of a ruckus at uh, yeah. Shout out to the enforcers. Oh, great work. Great job. Um, unsung heroes. But yeah, try something new. Uh, n- realize that you're not going to be able to see everything, so just be yeah. there. It's the atmosphere. Just I love it. You Can enjoy yourself, taking the then atmosphere, <laughs> make some new friends. Just, just, just be. Be cool. Also, take a battery pack. Your phone will go flat. Yeah. That's just a fact. Uh also, if you're not much of a extrovert, you're not gonna talk to people on the line. Fair enough. Take some headphones with you. Mm. I often listen to podcasts when I'm in queues, because sometimes I don't want to talk to people and those queues can go flat. I met some light.
2: cool people in queues though. If you want to listen to a podcast,
0: it's 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 almost like there's some really good podcasts to listen to while you're lining up, like episodes of Love Letters or Dialog Options available on Spotify, iTunes, and all good podcast platforms. Oh, my God, I stuffed it up. Good thing we're wrapping up in a moment. <laughs> but before we do that, now, I normally do this one one person, so I guess I'm looking for six words between you. Oh, God. What, what's Describe your relationship with Pax in three words. Hmm. So you, you want us mm. to put three, like, three from me and three from Joel? Or? No, you get three each. You get three each. They have to be unique. So the quicker you do them, the quicker the other person can't use it.
2: Tired but happy. I'm like, trying
0: oh, to do like God a- Oh, damn, that's good. That was very good. <laughs> I was trying to do
1: like some sort of like that really was... really fun things. Like, like, actually, no, here we go.
0: Buds and Bodies. Oh, there you go. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Buds and Bodies, the Jesse Monroe stories. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you so much for joining and talk about PAX. I think you can tell um, we all love PAX and what it's it, it kind of- the doors that opened for us and the friendships we've made, like our friendship, uh, based heavily on, on PAX. So happy birthday, PAX. Uh, thank you to everyone involved and all the enforcers and all, everyone who's going to be there. You're all great. You're all great, despite what I say sometimes. <laughs> now, speaking of people who are great, you're both great. Now, where we, can people find you? Oh, Well, you can find us at
1: Dialogue Options. At PAX. At PAX you can find us at there. PAX. We'll be there all three days. Um, just yet. Yeah please come and say hello if you if you know what we look like whatever (laughs) we overhear us talking Please say hi like we'll we'll, we'd love to you know meet you that'd be awesome um and yeah where we do our our fun little podcast that we do dialogue options you can find us across social medias at dialogue options usually um yeah and if you you like Something original like uh, two straight white guys talking about video games. It's um, very unique. We've
2: got the show for you. <laughs> the two, <layers. laughs> the two- Like I said, please don't tell anyone how I live. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's where you can find us. Yeah, yeah. We, do we do we spruik our individual accounts Have here we- as
0: well? Or? Yeah, so what are your individual?
2: Yeah, uh, uh, you can find me at LemonManX on Twitter slash X. Don't. Every I was I was watching I was watching me. a Final Fantasy yeah. Seven rebirth presentation over the weekend from TGS and they actually I heard him like say out loud like so check us out on x.com. I was like, oh no.
1: It's squ- awful. Oh. I hate it. It's awful. I, I'm at Jolly Mac no, yeah. over on Twitter. <laughs> I've given up. I'm not trying to change my thoughts on it. Yeah, it's Twitter. Fuck you, Elon. And
0: as they have said. Spotify and iTunes. Go check out Dialog Options. Give them a review. While you're there, also check out Love Letters, which is a show that's in your ears right now, which is pretty cool. Uh, Subscribe. Leave us a review. We're still kind of in our early days of this show, so a review does help us oh so much. We're also available on, on your socials or on threads and Instagram at Love Letters Show and we're on Twitter at Love underscore Letters Pod. If you are listening to this podcast, in queue at pax send tweet me i want to know that i'm curious to see if that actually happens also a little announcement if you are sporting inclined mainly of the afl variety we are launching a new show on the story mode podcast network there is a good chance it's already out by the time you hear this but i'll be speaking this for the next few weeks don't worry it's called the falcon you can follow it at falcon footy pod over on twitter it's myself clarky and chris who you may know from some of the previous story mode episodes and uh a product we've released talking about football talking about afl not too in depth we're just going to be talking about it. real laid back i'm just going to be talking a lot of shit about the different animals and the different animal mascots and where they came from. i'll i'll you know, be what are they i'll about? be honest jesse i'm never
2: gws is out i'm out like <laughs>
0: Yeah, don't even <laughs> started. I love the big, big sound. I was rooting I was, for was the big, big sound because my end, little sound now. I was at a wedding. I was a, at a wedding on a Friday night when Collingwood played the Giants, and the wedding was in Collingwood. Oh. And when it looked like the Giants were going to win, <laughs> the sounds uh, we were just singing the song, the Giants song, <laughs> and then we got really quiet at the end. It was like, heartbreaking. <laughs> and also. At that moment collingwood became the most dangerous place on. <laughs> <laughs> so had to escape. Oh. but with that thank you for listening thank you for joining me tonight fellas i'm very glad to have you both in the pod um pax we'll see you there if you see us come say hello see you there and with that we'll catch you <laughs> next week go play some games go watch a movie some shows and just Have the best time at PAX 2023. We'll see you there. Bye.